0: In this episode, Yale Educator Award, Huskies Give Back and Connecting with the Community.
1: From the heart of paradise, I'm Sarah. And I'm Matt. And this is PV Beat.
0: Joining us, as always, Kara over there with the time clock, keeping us on time and on track.
1: Hi, Kara. Good morning. Hi, good morning, everyone.
0: Another great day in Paradise. We have a lot to talk about. So let's skip through that friendly banter at the beginning. I apologize if that's not polite, but let's jump right into ads.
1: Through our VIP Volunteer in Paradise program, parents in the district can receive English language tutoring as a way to enhance their English language skills. For more information, you can reach out to Marisha, our VIP specialist, and you can find her information at pbschools.net.
0: College and Career Services is here to help your child figure out what's after graduation. To learn more about post-secondary pathway options, join the next virtual College and Career 101 presentation, which is being held on November 8th. More information about this meeting can be found at pvschools.net. This presentation specifically is geared toward high school juniors. And of course, cherish
1: your school memories by ordering a yearbook today. A variety of PV schools are offering discounts for the 2023-24 school yearbooks. Check out your school website or contact your school for more information. NBAA is a fully integrated arts education program for K-12 students. NBAA is offered at Desert Cove Elementary School, Shea Middle School, and Shadow Mountain High School. They have an upcoming information night, so to learn more about that, please visit pbschools.net and search NBAA.
0: So that's a really cool program held at Shadow Mountain High School. It kind of encompasses Desert Cove Elementary, Shea Middle School, and uh, Shadow Mountain High School. NVAA, a school within a school. Very well, cool. Well,
1: yeah. And speaking of Shadow Mountain, our first guest is actually a history teacher there at Shadow Mountain. On the phone with us today, we have Charlie Morgan, who just won the Yale Educator Award. Hi, welcome, Charlie. Hey, how
2: are you?
0: Hey, thanks for taking a few minutes out of your class day in between students to talk about this incredible achievement. It means a lot, right? Because this is actually a result of a nomination from a former student.
2: Yes, one of my former students, who's now a freshman at Yale, very sweetly nominated me for this award.
1: Well, and I think what I'm impressed uh, with this is there were approximately 400 nominees um, from different states and different countries. And Ms. Morgan was one of only 80 teachers to receive this impressive award. So, congratulations. That's, that's really an honor. Thank you.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about your classroom? Uh, obviously, you've, you've got to have something going on to have a, uh, have a student after the fact think so highly of you and, and what they experienced at Shadow Mountain uh, through your classes.
2: Well, you know, currently I teach all grade levels in a yearbook class. And I teach a sophomore AP Euro history as well as a regular on level world history class. I also help to develop our district's program for gifted students, and that program is DAPS, which I co teach at the ninth grade level with Gabby Brown. we actually have an open house for that program on September 27th at 630 if you're interested in
1: checking it out. Okay, that's great. We did highlight DAPS last year with uh, one of your colleagues. Yeah. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, there's got to be kind of a a trick to this. How are you building such great rapport with your students while keeping up high expectations and also keeping the work rigorous? I mean, it's got to be the perfect combination to have someone like Stephen write a letter to Yale nominating you for this award.
2: Rigging high expectations in the classroom, while also maintaining the positive relationships with students, is for sure a delicate balancing act. But I want the kids to know that I see their value and I can't make this class work without them. So I try to do that by developing clear expectations from the get-go. Students know from the start what's expected of them behaviorally and academically. And I think a lot of times, people think that establishing rigor in a classroom means a ton more work. But it doesn't have to mean that. It just means that we're diving deeper into the content, making those meaningful connections in history. You know, I think a lot of people, you know, expect that out of an AP class, which I had Stephen in. But I also expect it out of my on-level world history students. And so just like an AP, I incorporate primary source study, as well as looking at historical biases as we look at various concepts. I try to give constructive feedback on assignments, but allowing for that growth mindset. So maybe they didn't understand the concept, yet, but there's always room for that improvement.
0: It's got to be a great honor to be recognized in, in this way. But even more than that, uh, it's an honor knowing that a former student has moved on uh, to really great uh, things. I mean, Yale University has an acceptance rate of 5%. So I, I know, uh, as a teacher, uh, that's got to feel good, right?
2: I was so, so proud of the student. Um, he worked incredibly hard. And Dedicated his four years here at Shadow um, to just becoming the best version of himself. And so he's going on to great, great things.
1: Well, you know, we're really impressed. We highlighted Stephen last year a couple times. Um, again, we've highlighted the DAPS program. But, you know, Ms. Morgan, we're really glad you were able to join us today because um, you are just an example of what we're looking for here in paradise. The students love you. The parents love you. Your principal, uh, Dave Appleman, had nothing but great things to say about you. And so we really appreciate you coming on today and talking to us. And I just love that you're building the rapport, keeping the expectations high, the rigor high, but really you're building relationships with these students. And I think that's the most important thing.
2: Well, I try to, and I love my job. I love teenagers. They're funny, insightful for giving kids, and I'm very lucky to be here at Shadow Mountain.
0: To learn more about Shadow Mountain High School and all the amazing opportunities here in Paradise, visit PVschools.net. You can find the school websites by clicking on the schools button up in the top right of your screen. Thank you so much, uh, Ms. Morgan, for spending a little bit of time on the podcast today.
1: Yes, thank you. Alright,
2: thanks guys.
0: You know, there's a lot of great opportunities throughout PV Schools. One of those opportunities, those choices that students get to make is participating in CTE, or Career Technical Education Program. And uh, it's always great when Dr. Bales gets to go out to the schools. I know he loves uh, visiting the schools, seeing all the great things going on there. And he had the pleasure of going out talking to nursing students at PVHS. Uh, That is what is included this week in State of the District.
3: Hello, I'm Dr. Troy Bales, Superintendent of PV Schools. Thank you for joining me as we're live here at Paradise Valley High School in our Certified Nursing Assistant Program. And uh, we're gonna take the opportunity to interview some of our students working on one of uh, 19 skills that they need to complete uh, before they uh, are certified to go work in clinical. So let's learn a little bit more about our program that's been around for almost 40 years. So tell me about the skills that you're practicing here.
1: Okay, so I'm about to transfer her over to this wheelchair. And we use something called a gate belt to help move our patients just so it prevents falls. On the count
4: of three, we're gonna go ahead and move you to your wheelchair,
3: okay? One, two. There we go. And That's about it. Successful. So. Yeah. Successful pivot. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you.
5: Thank you. We are a two-year program for completion. The CNAs, um, they end up in the program their senior year. They get to go to clinical, and they're just super excited to be here and um, be out in
3: the healthcare world very soon. Are you looking forward to clinicals coming up? Yeah. And what does that involve?
1: Um, it involves, so we're going to go to the hospital right across the street, and then we also go to a long-term care facility. Um, so we have two days at clinicals. And then last year we were able to just shadow professionals. So that was the healthcare pathways class. But now that we're in the CNA class, we get to like perform our skills and help the hospital workers just so we get a a better understanding of what the medical field's like.
5: So right now we have four students that qualified for an internship at Mayo Clinic. Uh, They are in different uh, areas of that hospital and learning a whole bunch. I had one student last week that um, got to witness a liver transplant. So they really do get to see a lot of things.
1: This
3: is mouth care on an unconscious patient. Mouth care on an unconscious patient, okay. Or comatose. Does this skill always require two people then?
0: Um, Not always, but it is better to have two people because in the middle of it you're going to turn this person on their side so no liquid can get down their throat to choke on mm-hmm. so you're, not, you're going to have one person holding it but you're not always going to have that luxury
3: i think this is one of 19 skills that you have to master before you go to clinical Yep, yeah. that's outstanding If you paradise valley high school students we're both pinnacle actually outstanding this is another example of uh, students yes. from across the yeah. district have an opportunity to participate in this program don't they yeah Thank you for being here today. Tell me, what do you plan to do uh, when you get done with your CNA certification here at Paradise Valley High School in our CTE uh, program? I'll do the PVCC or something. Okay. The current one. Oh, excellent. And your plans? The same as well. The same.
5: Yeah, concurrent program um, in PVCC along
3: with ASU. Excellent. Well, great programs. They are certainly wonderful partners at PV School. So, thank you for demonstrating today. Keep up the good work.
5: Applications open October 2nd through November 9th. Um, Students can apply online. Uh, There will be messages going out. Make sure you check with your counselors. Uh, There are some prerequisite requirements and it is a two-year. Anybody from Paradise Valley District can attend. Um, So all five Paradise Valley schools please apply
1: and uh, we look forward to meeting you. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Bales. And thank you to all of our students out at Paradise Valley High School. Really cool program. Again, CTE is amazing. But up next, we have some other high schools we want to talk to. We did PV Beat on the Street, where we interviewed two teens, Dylan and Carolyn. Hi, this is Sarah, and I'm here with PV Beat on the Street. Today, I'm out at Horizon High School talking to two very impressive seniors, I have with me today Dylan Nolan Cook and Carolyn O'Connor. Hi, welcome, guys. Hi. Good to see you. Hi, Dylan.
3: Hi, good to see you, too. So
1: the reason we're here is it's a very serious topic. You know, September is Teen Suicide Awareness Month, and recently these two impressive students teamed up with Paradise Valley High School and Teen Lifeline, and they created a PSA. Carolyn, can you tell us about this PSA that you and Dylan recently uh, helped take part in and why it's important to get the message out there? Absolutely.
4: So these PSAs were short videos um, where we explained kind of what Teen Lifeline was, that it's always out there for anyone who needs it, and just the importance of knowing that everyone is cared about and there's always someone who
1: wants to help you. Excellent. Um, Dylan, I know that there's teens out there who are struggling, sometimes with very intrusive thoughts, And they might feel like they don't have someone to turn to. Is that true? Are are there people out there that other teens can talk to if they're in need of help?
0: Absolutely. There's multiple different people and places you can talk to. You can go to school, talk to those people, talk to your principal, people you care about. People care about you. And you can talk also the Teen Lifeline is a huge one that people can pick up on and talk to immediately.
1: You know, again, if you're listening to the podcast, like these two said, you know, there is hope out there. We have Teen Lifeline. It's been in the Valley for over 37 years. And, you know, for more information, if you want someone to talk to, like Dylan said, reach out to someone at school, a trusted friend, your parents, an advisor, a principal, or you can call or text at 602-248-TEEN. That's 602-248-8336. And again, guys, thank you so much for taking part of this and being a part of the PSA. And moving on, let's talk about you guys a little bit. You have friends, you have experiences, you guys are teenagers. Are there ever times... In your personal lives or friends you've talked to where you know, hey, it might be nice to have someone to interact with and get feedback from?
0: Uh, yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely times where I feel like I need to talk to somebody and there's always, I always have those people that I can go talk to about whatever I need to talk to them about.
1: That's great. And um, especially you two are both very involved in your schools here. So let's talk about you a little bit. Tell us, what do you do here at Horizon? You guys are both seniors. Are you involved in sports, activities, clubs? Uh, yes, I'm on varsity cheer and I'm also heavily involved in the show choir program here. Okay, very impressive.
0: Um, I play football and baseball, and I've played those since I've been here.
1: Okay, and I think the point of me asking you guys that is, again, I want listeners, whether it's parents or students, other teenagers, to hear that, you know, even someone who's actively involved, you have things going on, you play football— There are times when everyone needs someone to turn to and to talk to, and it's okay to reach out and to ask for help. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. And again, September is Teen Suicide Awareness Month. We are here with PV Beat on the street to let you know you do not need to suffer alone. There is help out there, and we have two of our Horizon Huskies here to encourage you. You can see the PSA on the news on our website and on social media, and follow us at pbschools.net, or you can visit us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you, Dylan. Nice meeting you.
4: Thank you for having me.
1: And thank you, Carolyn. Nice meeting you. Thank you. Okay, guys, this is PV Beat on the Street, over and out. Well, thank you, Dylan and Carolyn. Such great information. And again, if you want to get more, you can go to pvschools.net or visit Teen Lifeline.
0: I love PV Beat on the Street. It's a way to see firsthand all the great things going on in the schools. Take the podcast equipment out and meet students where they're at.
1: But you also love...
0: news News in 90 and it's because we also get to discuss all the great things going on in the district in 90 seconds let's try and get through it first let's start up uh congratulations to fireside elementary school for being named the 2023 national blue ribbon school uh this is an annual award given by the u.s department of education for high academic achievement fireside is one of four in arizona and one of 353 in the united states way to go fireside
1: and up next we have michelle storks a kindergarten teacher of quail run elementary school who won the 2023 Arizona International Baccalaureate Primary Years Program Teacher of the Year. Congratulations to retired Shadow Mountain High School Athletic Director Ron Sefik, who has been rightfully inducted into the Arizona Inter. Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association
3: Hall of Fame.
0: What a tongue twister shout out to (laughs) Boulder Creek Elementary School for hosting the Heroes Day Parade. This school and community uh, event brings everyone together to honor and express the profound gratitude they have for the brave women and men dedicated to serving our country.
1: And Desert Shadows Elementary School has implemented the very impressive Lou Interactive System where students are experiencing hands on education in a whole new way. PB Schools wants to give a shout-out to PB High School student Sam Luce for earning a perfect score on the AP Computer Science A exam this past May. Keep up the good work, Sam.
0: And job well done to Eagle Ridge Elementary School for earning the National PTA School of Excellence Award. They received this honor uh, for building strong, effective family-school partnerships. Way to go.
1: And uh, here we go. Shadow Mountain High School Shadow Showcase is coming up November 13th. For more information on that... You can visit pvschools.net and search Shadow Mountain.
0: And now on to uh, the hot topic for the podcast. Uh, this episode in particular, we have in the studio with us uh, Assistant Superintendent of Curriculum and Instruction, Jean Copen. Welcome.
1: Hello, Glad Hi, to be Jean, here. Welcome.
0: Hi. So uh, recently at a governing board meeting, there was a presentation about online safety, and we just wanted to hear a little bit more about that. Obviously, everyone knows about the physical safety in the district the the fencing, the the ingress egress, the, the ways we keep our campuses safe, but it's not just physical safety that we're concerned about.
4: Yeah, definitely, Matt. In PV schools, you know, safety is top priority across the board. While many times, like you mentioned, the commitment is to the physical safety, and that's what's most visible on our school campuses and classrooms. But this is also including a commitment to our online safety, which is something that we're dealing with every single day because we are a high technology district. And our kids today are growing up in really complicated era of technology, and they have really access to unlimited information. And while our PV schools takes information and security and online safety very seriously. What makes the district's online safety even stronger is the partnerships we have with our community. And the stronger the partnership between the home and the school, the better chance we have of keeping kids safe online.
0: And that partnership is important because technology follows kids home it's not just in the classroom where they're dealing with technology. This uh, notion of digital citizenship, uh, I mean, it's a life skill at this point for all of us.
4: Absolutely. and in, in fact, our 7th through 12th graders have the opportunity to take their devices home, and their curricular materials follow them uh, through the online connection. We can keep them engaged uh, in the evening time, but it also comes with some additional responsibilities for the district, as well as our PV students and families. And uh, PV Schools manages all those devices and apply Certain filters and firewalls definitely to help our students from accessing inappropriate content, but with all safety, adult supervision, and just uh, awareness layered on top of that, uh, really creates the full package of safety for that.
1: And I think at the board meeting, you know, one thing that IT hit on, and I know you've kind of talked about as well, is we really want to promote this digital citizenship. I mean, technology is where we're going. These kids, we 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 have a STEAM initiative, so we want the technology. So we're in that balance of providing it, but again, like you said, making sure that we're mitigating anything that could be inappropriate for students. And I think you guys, the district IT, is doing a really good job of providing that safety to students. And again, I want to point out to parents that we really have to work together on this as a community.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's an uphill battle, Gene. Uh, YouTube, just for example, there's a lot of great educational content on YouTube, but. YouTube is a place where anyone can post whatever content they want. So th- that poses a challenge.
4: Absolutely. And we walk this balance each day because we know that our students need to be digitally literate and have these technology skills to be um, successful in their futures. Most of our curriculum, in fact, embeds some form of technology. We're using that, leveraging these tools to further their achievement. But the online safety piece is always at the forefront of our minds. So, you know, in order to do that, I've mentioned that we take a layered approach. We're adding those filters, firewalls to keep kids safe. We're using adult provision, both with parents at home, teachers in the um, classroom, and then layering that digital citizenship, that literacy, because in the end, the end user is the best defense we have. And so the more we can educate our students about staying safe online, that is probably our best form of defense.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I think the internet's ever changing. There's new sites every day. So it's going to be a little bit of an uphill battle, I think, for the district for the IT department, but we have great departments who are keeping an eye on everything. But I like your point. Really, the user is going to be the most important person to make sure that they're not accessing things they shouldn't see. Absolutely.
0: So thanks for everything that your department is doing. Thanks for everything that IT is doing. This, I mean, this is such a big task to make the internet, you know, uh, this education friendly place. But I think we have frameworks in place here in PV that are really setting us up for success and kind of on the the, the cutting edge of where K-12 uh, organizations are finding themselves uh, as we all navigate this, this world of uh, ever-changing technology. Thank you so much, Gene, for you. spending a little bit of time with us on the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: For more information about what's going on in PV schools, uh, visit pvschools.net. You can find lots of information to include uh, some topics that were, like we mentioned, on past governing board meetings. Uh, we stream all those meetings to our YouTube channel. And with that, Sarah, I think. That's a podcast. And
1: the podcast. Again, for more information, you can follow the many journeys of excellence by visiting pvschools.net or social media. Matt, tell them about that.
0: You can also find PV Schools on social media by searching at PV Schools. Make sure to support student success by liking, commenting, and sharing.
1: And of course, as always, you can support the pod by rating us on Apple and Spotify and sharing new episodes on social media, the platform of your choice.
0: That's an episode. We'll see you next time. Bye.